welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And I have the review of the week. Yay! Let's hear it. Okay. I don't know if this is Jay Lover or Jaw Lover. 87. Says that we're refreshing. Lover. Lover something, yeah. Jaw Lover. I feel like breastfeeding isn't something that's really talked about in an honest way. I love the honesty and I'm excited to listen to more. Thank you. Aw, thank you. I love that you have lover in your name. I know. Isn't that cool? Uh, But really, like, I agree with you. I don't think it's talked about in an honest way either. It's true. It's true. It's very, like, yeah. It's very, like, sidestepped and kind of glorified sometimes. And then I think there's a lot of information that gets missed. Obviously, because there's so much misinformation out there anyway. Yeah. And so people are really kind of confused what to talk about to begin with. I know. Yeah. So, and that's a whole different podcast in and of itself. But that's not sure. what we're talking about today. We got <laughs> no, today thing. we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics: <laughs> twiddling. <laughs> Do you even know what that is? Because I'll tell you, this is one of the most. This is one of the most like popular topics on my page. Like, if I post about this, there's always people are going nuts in the comments. And you know, and sometimes people, sorry, sorry, no, but sometimes okay. people will be like, "Oh my god, I had no idea that's what it was called." Yep. You know, and I don't know if that's what it's called either, but that's what I've decided to call it. And it's one of those things where nobody mentions it. So it's like if you bring it up, people are like, oh, yeah, but nobody ever actually says, oh, my God, this is happening. Make it stop or tell me how do I make it stop? Yeah, well, because it makes you feel so it feels for some people, it feels so horrible and it feels so icky that it's like, why do I feel this way when I'm breastfeeding? Mm hmm. You know, and it's like kind of scary. You're like, why? Oh, my God. This can't possibly be what other people are feeling when they're breastfeeding because nobody would do it (laughs) if this is how they felt. And so there must be something wrong with me. There must I must be like a creep or something. And you're not a creep. It just feels really awful. That's just that's just a fact. Yeah. So talk about what tell explain what twiddling is. Okay. so, you know, when you're breastfeeding and you have your baby, say, on the left left boob. And they reach in with their hand and they start pulling and like fondling and fiddling and twiddling and caressing <laughs> or pulling or whatever with the other boob. Yeah, that's called twiddling. And that's your older baby. Like, you're not going to get this, obviously. That's with right. Your, yeah. Sure. Is- you're like newborn can't do that with their hands. Right. But when they start being able to, they just start reaching down the other side of your shirt and actually doesn't really even breastfeed anymore. He's four and a half and he was doing it to me yesterday. <laughs> they just are like fascinated with boobs. So first of all, there's two things. So like, first of all, and Diane, maybe you can speak to this more. This is like a natural. This is a reflex. This is totally normal. Let's yeah. get that out. This is a totally, totally normal thing. There's nothing wrong with your baby. There's nothing wrong with you. This is totally normal. This is what primates do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would. I've even seen pictures of primates. Absolutely. Where they're doing this. Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah. And this is this is like a normal. We're primates. Yeah. Believe it or not. Right. Everybody. We're all. Yes. So this is like where this is all. We're like this primate family of of um little babies that are like twiddling the other nipple. And what is the purpose of this, Diane? Is there some sort of biological, physiological purpose to this? And see, I don't I don't know what I can tell you. What I think it, it is, is your baby relates your breasts with comfort and love and connection and, you know, nurturing. So of course they're going to have their hands all over you. Like even after they wean, and I remember my, my kids even after they weaned would like, 
I'd be snuggling with yeah. them or whatever, and they'd put their hands down my shirt. And it was just normal. Like, yeah. I didn't care. It was just their normal reaction because that was where their comfort was. Yeah. That's, that's what Exley's always got his hands on my shirt. That's where they're used to being. They were yeah. tucked in there. How, for how right. many months for, how many, you know, hours of how many days, you know? That, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just supposed to cut it off. Like it just doesn't. Right. That's their comfort. Well, and does it not also serve the purpose to stimulate letdown? Yeah, I can do that too, for sure. Mm-hmm. And so this is just like, they're just wired to do this. Yeah. They're not trying to creep you out. They're not trying to like make you feel uncomfortable. It's just a reflex. They can't help it. They're going to do it. Now, having said that, there are things that you can do. And most like just when I had Jack, my first son, he did this all the time. It never occurred to me that I should stop it. And, and if you should, it's not, it's not a thing where you should stop it. It's a thing where, if if you're uncomfortable with it, you know, you can try certain things. But with Jack, it never made me uncomfortable. It didn't feel weird. It didn't whatever. It didn't bother me. And then when I got pregnant and the whole hormonal rage, nursing aversion thing set in, um, I couldn't take it anymore. It just felt it felt ugh. it just feels awful. It feels it's it can feel as awful as nursing aversion itself. Ugh. It's really, it can really, really feel terrible. Um, and I, and, and then I had to, I had to start stopping it and I stopped it, you know, I had to stop it with Exley too. I just couldn't, I mean, to this day, I mean, I will, you know, I nursed for a long time and Exley still asks every once in a while and I do say yes. But like, if they come like near me with their hands, like near my breasts, like I f- like freak out. <laughs> Like, I can't, like, I, I mean, I don't, like, scream or anything, but I mean, I'm, like, I, I just, like, I, I do, like, you know, have, like, little judo moves, you know, like, karate, like, wax on, wax off. Like, I'm just, like, shh, shh. and it just happens. Like, I can't stand it. I can't stand the feeling of that near my breast. And it's, this is, like, a hormonal thing. You know, your body is, like, just reacting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very hormonal, sensitive place of the body. Right. It is. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I just had to start stopping it. And, and, um, it was hard. You know, there's like the things that you can do. So the things that I always say to people to do. And so this is funny because uh, when I post about this on the, on my pages or whatever, like I said, people go freak, people go crazy. And they have just like the most, people just have the most hilarious and beautiful ways of describing, you know, like what this feels like to them or, you know, it makes me feel like, you know, running through a wall or I feel like, you know, just melting into the cracks in the floor, you know, just like really funny. And like people are so expressive and so horrible, so horrified by it sometimes. Then there's always people in there that are like, oh, this never even bothered me. And, you know, people are just in different places with their hormones and Mm -hmm. with their body. And um, I will also say that like breath in our culture, breasts kind of double as this sexual part of our bodies which is not the case in other cultures right um but in our culture it is and so i've always had that relationship with my breasts as well and when it got to the point where they were like fondling my breasts it like kind of bordered on like this icky kind of like sexual feeling too that creeped me like creeped me out and so i had to just like pull you know i would just be like stop it yeah you have to stop 
And that comes from society. It comes from society and it comes from, hor- you know, the hormonal thing is like we, cause with this is all integrated into our psyches and our bodies mm-hmm. in our culture. You know, culture runs through your blood. Right. It runs through your body. And, you know, this is, and this is another thing that makes people uncomfortable to talk about. And I don't care. I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> you know, that's this why is, we're here, people. This is why we're here to say the things that nobody wants to hear. And, you know, that's, and I had a, I had a, I remember I had a friend too who was, who we were talking about this once and I, they were, they were talking about before it even occurred to me, um, that before it bothered me, like back in the day with Jack, where it didn't bother me. And, and I was saying like, oh yeah, my son does that. It doesn't bother me. And she was like, it feels sexual to me. I hate it. You know, and she doesn't hate sex. She just hates like a sexual feeling associated with her breastfeeding her baby, which may, you know, she yeah. was just like, I'm not going to allow that to happen. Um, and so I was like, oh my God, I never, like, never, occurred to me and I was like wow okay that's intense I can see why people would not like want that mm-hmm. um and so that was the first time I kind of heard about that and I was like oh yeah this is like something that's probably going to make people uncomfortable to hear and to talk about and so here we are <laughs> here I am talking about the thing that makes people uncomfortable but when um, you're but, you know and you're in a society where if somebody says oh my gosh if you breastfeed your baby over six months or over a year now you're bordering on like child abuse like you hear that all the time. People say that all the time. And then you, you get to this place and then you're like, Oh my gosh, this feels awkward. And part of it is because like of what we hear. Yeah. Right. 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 And these two things cannot exist at the same time in a breastfeeder's mind. You can't have like this when you have this kind of like sexual like, bordering on kind of a sexual feeling. And then you have like your baby, your brain is just going to go. Bleh! Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to, you're just going to be like, ah, that has to stay. We have to separate these things. And I can't, you know, and that's fine. You have, you, that's, I did too. That has to be, that has to, I don't want anything that feels like that. You know, I just, bleh. it has to stop. <laughs> so how do you stop, stop it? Take your hand out. What do you do? So, okay. So, so, so first of all, you're going to be speaking gently <laughs> and consistently and saying the same thing over and over again. So think about your child, your toddling toddler um, near a hot stove. You know, you're like, okay, hands off. No, not not by the stove. And how many times do you say that before they get it? A seven and a half million times? Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of where you're at. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. Um, depending on how intensely this is happening for you, just cut it off. Your baby will learn. And, you know, your baby's going to cry and they're going to get upset and then you're going to feel guilty and you got to get past it because this is a boundary that you need to have. And if, you know, if this is a boundary that you need to have, then you need to just create it for yourself. Um, And so speaking gently and consistently, maybe picking a couple of phrases like, I don't like that. Please don't do that while you remove their hand from your shirt. Over and over again. I don't like that. I don't like that. Please don't do that. Please stop. Over and over and over again as you're removing their hand. Okay. So you can also try like, um, toys. That's, yeah. I was just going to say, you that know, too. Yeah. get like, um, you know, you can get these all kinds of like nursing necklaces, you know, that they can chew on or something. Well, they can hold them too. Mm-hmm. Or little squishy balls or something that maybe feels like a boob or something stu- stuffed toy or something that they can do with their hands. Um, that should be only something that they use during nursing, though. Yeah, that's a great point. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Not just like a regular toy, but their special little nursing toy. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. Hold, you can hold their hand, too. 
you know, I used to do that a lot when they're when my kids were nursing. I would just hold their hand. Yeah, right, hand. right. They can just like hold your hand. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and you can also get. Um, I did this. I would wear. This is kind of hard. Um, and they're very, very strong. They end up being <laughs> extremely strong. But I would wear like a sports bra, and I would like pull really tight to get my boob out. But then it was so tight on the other side. That they like really couldn't get their hand in. Yeah. It was easier to keep their hand out. Yeah. Um, but then again, some people will say, oh, my baby still gets their hand in there. And I believe you because they're strong little monsters. They are. Um, but, you know, this all comes down, you know, so it's just like occupying their hand and um, trying to distract and using consistent you know, boundaries and verbal redirection. It's, and, and it's going to take, and you know, it might take a while because everything takes a while to learn. And don't feel bad about it. Don't feel like you're taking yeah. something from them. I feel like whenever we try to set a boundary or something like that, if it's something that's not in physically injuring your child, like the touching the hot stove, we feel bad about it. It's like, but they like that. So I don't want to take it from them. Don't feel bad. This is a boundary. This is something that, and you're not hurting them in any way, shape or form. It's not, you know, you're just, not at all. You're still nursing them. Yeah. Right. You're teaching them a boundary, but babies are really distractible too. So chances are, if you say, don't do this and you take their hand out, you can distract them with something else. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think boundaries, I think that boundaries, I was always really bad. I am really bad at boundaries, creating boundaries for myself. Oh, me too. Yeah. And like calling it quits on things that are making me uncomfortable. Like I don't like confrontation. I, it makes me fairly awkward. I hate seeing my kids cry. You know, like maybe they're like jumping on me and I really want them to stop, but I don't say it because I just don't like create these boundaries well enough for myself. And I have learned that this is especially through having kids and needing to take care of myself through the whole self-care, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. I've learned that I need to have boundaries, especially around my body. And, you know, this is also something that kind of a woman's experience, right? We're learned from a lot from a very young age that we don't have boundaries on our bodies, you know, that other people can touch us, that other people can say you know, things and say things about us and comments, yeah, and, yeah right and then and just you know or may some you know uncle joe put his arm around me and it felt creepy and i didn't but i didn't say anything you know or my boss you know kind of walked close to me and i didn't say anything i mean this is the story of my life a story of so many lives you know mm-hmm. right you just like you, you go through your whole life with this message that and if you do say something you're a bitch or you're you know you're just making too much of it you're too emotional you're too whatever trying um, to ruin somebody's career right yeah this, <laughs> it's just a bunch of crap You know, we have boundaries. We need to have boundaries with ourselves. And when you create these boundaries with yourselves, the beautiful thing that happens is that your children learn that people have boundaries and that they themselves have boundaries that they can and should instill. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is all a good thing. You know, they're crying. They're upset. Yes, you're not hurting them. You know, they're upset that you're trying to create this boundary for yourself and that you're trying to redirect their behavior. You know, they'll learn mm-hmm. and they will get over it. They will. The, you know, of all the things that I've done 
to harm my children (laughs) emotionally, you know, like, you know, we all have this stuff that we pass on to our kids that we don't want to, but we do. Yeah. You know, that's not one of them. That's one of the good things that I think I've done. One of the good things that I think I've done for my kids since having them is finding boundaries and creating boundaries for myself. Did I ever tell you, or I don't know if I told the story about when my daughter had her tonsils out? I don't think so. Okay. So this is kind of a boundary thing. It doesn't sound like it, but she was, when she had her tonsils out, she was like 14, right? It was, it was Mm -hmm. not that long ago. It was almost two years ago. And, um, she's always been very like, you know, kind of standoffish with strangers, like always, of course, you know, which is good. But even as, you know, a teenager kind of standoffish, but, you know, we took, we had a doctor that she liked and we were getting the tonsils removed and, you know, took her to the hospital and we're sitting in there, you know, waiting to, we were, you know, waiting for them to, to get her ready to do the prep, you know, for surgery. Yeah. And the woman comes in, the nurse comes in and she gives her gown and says, okay, now you have to take off, put the gown on and you have to take off your underwear and everything too. <sighs> My daughter's, you know, 14. She looks at this nurse. I'm, I swear to God, I'm not even kidding. She looks at this nurse and she goes, you are doing surgery up here. And she like pointed to her throat. Mm-hmm. Not down here. I'm not taking my underwear off. Good like for her. Very, and I was so proud of her, you know? Mm-hmm. And the nurse said, okay, well, I can give you um some of those disposable ones that we, you know, have like new mothers wear. That way, you know, you'll have something out, whatever. Which was, my daughter was like, okay, that's fine. But if she hadn't said anything and she just let them do that and she was mm-hmm. uncomfortable with that, like... I was really proud of her at that moment, but yeah. So you got to figure, okay, they learn that somewhere. You know, no, and I, learn yeah. And I have spent my whole entire life swallowing feelings like that. Me too. You know, just sitting there with the discomfort and pushing through it. And this mm-hmm. is what we do. This is what we are learned to do from a long age, from, from such a young age. I mean, I've pushed through discomfort from being fondled on a train, Ugh. you know, and I know that that's not even, even close to the story that so many of us, you know, have. And so I know that this is like maybe we're making too much of this twiddling thing, but I don't think it is. All we're doing is talking about boundaries. Right. We're talking about something that makes you feel uncomfortable and you feeling something that you don't want to feel anymore. And there's, you know, this is a boundary that you have to create for yourself and you don't have to feel bad about it. No. What you do have to understand is that you're probably not used to it. You're just probably not used to, to doing this. And it's OK to start now. Starting with kids and having, letting, you know, kids, how, I mean, I, you know, I've learned so much from my kids, right? We learn right. so much from having kids. I mean, I think that that's just, that's just what happens. They show us, they expose us <laughs> in so many ways that we're like, oh my God, you know, I had no idea that was, you know, my experience in the world. And so now it's never too late, you know, to just start that for yourself. And it might be uncomfortable and that's okay. And, you know, I think when we, we, I know we've talked about this before too. When we have kids, we somehow, somehow it goes into our head that we're not a person anymore. Yeah. You know, like we totally lose ourselves and, but whatever the kid wants, they get whatever. We need to still realize that we're still human and a person who has their own feelings and their own attachments and their own issues and their own needs. And that's okay if it doesn't match what your child needs at that moment. That is perfectly okay. You do not have to yeah. feel guilty about that. 
You do not have to feel like, oh my gosh, I feel so selfish because I didn't want this to happen or I didn't want my child to do this or I, you know, that is okay. That is perfectly normal. You do not have to feel bad about that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, yeah, this is just such a, such a, an important thing to do for yourself. And, you know, you can, you can start now. And, you know, there might be some people listening who maybe you have a newborn or you have a baby that you haven't experienced this with yet. And, you know, so, I mean, the takeaway for you would definitely be like, those boundaries are important. And it's okay to, you know, set those boundaries and and to do what you feel is right for you, too. It's not hurting anything. Yeah. I mean, we all we hear, how often do we hear, you know, baby, the baby's needs come first. Mm -hmm. You know, the babies come first. And, you know, in a way, we talk about how important it is to breastfeed on demand and all these sacrifices that we make. And all of this is true. You know, all of this is true. There are times where you're not going to want to and you're going to have to because it's time for the baby to eat. Right. You know, and that's just that's that's true. Those things are true. Um, but those are generally things that don't they don't make you feel creepy. <laughs> you know, they maybe make you feel tired and exhausted and frustrated and make you feel like losing your mind and all that stuff. Um, but. You know, that, that's, and so that there's those things there. But then there's, there's also these other things that, that are not, you know, they're not, your baby's life is not depending on them. Right. And they make you feel uncomfortable. And those are your needs and those, those needs come first. Exactly. And that's, it's okay to have needs that you're meeting, you know, above the needs of your baby at times. That's going to happen. And that should happen. And I love the idea of you're teaching them how to, make boundaries too. I love that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, because listen, I mean, like if you don't, you know, if you just so it starts with twiddling and again, it's a reflex. They don't know they're doing it. Um, But then there's no ever they never get any feedback from you that like, okay, you know, stop or no, or I don't like that or whatever. They're never going to hear you're you're the first person they're going to be learning stuff from. Mm hmm. You know, if they don't hear it from you, they're not going to really understand it from anybody else. Like, oh, why did they just say no about that? And I've just been always been able to do whatever I want to my mom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and like you need to, you know, so like they, they're going to be learning this lesson that people are people are different. You know, you're they're separate from you and each person has their own boundaries. And, you know, then they get to learn that they have them, too. And it's OK to say no and you know, wouldn't you like it if your child grew up and said, I'm not taking my underwear off? No. No. Isn't that what we want? Isn't that what we ultimately want for our kids to be like, no, I'm not doing that. That makes me uncomfortable. I'm not doing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I mean, that's I've never I never said that. No, I never said that. And I I really hope my kids get to a place where they can say that. I know. Me, too. Well, my daughter did, but I don't. Yeah. Like, and so, I mean, yeah, my God, I would have cried. But even like thinking about it, I'm like, well, where did she, where did that come from? You know, like it was you, just, you. And I was really proud of her for that. Because yeah. like you said, like I never would have done that ever. Yeah. Well, Nobody, you must have figured it out at some point because right. she didn't get it from nowhere. But like when I was growing up, that was never, that would have never crossed my mind yeah. to defy somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, it came down from like, I mean, my parents too. like, no, you don't, you know, you have to do it. Right. You know, this is what, yeah, this is what everybody's learned. And their parents do the same thing. Your body is your own. That's an important thing to remember. Even now, 
as an adult, your body is your own. You still have to, yeah. We still have to, yeah. I think we know. I think there are so many people who are just now figuring that out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might even be. I mean, I feel like I'm old at forty figuring this out, but there's people at seventy figuring this out. I mean, my mom. My mom is like, she's like sixty five, and she's like, you could tell she's like starting to kind of figure this out. <laughs> it's fun. She's like, oh, she's like, and I said no. And I'm okay. like, cool, right on. I know. Kind of so funny. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So it's a boundary. It's okay to set it. And, you know, there's some tips to try to stop it, too, which are, you know, again, it's going to take a really long time because they don't get it. They don't care about your boundaries right now. They will eventually. But right now they don't care. Yeah, and <laughs> So you have to be firm and consistent. And it's kind of one of those, like you said, it's a learning process. Learning processes are long. Look how long it turned, took your baby to learn how to breastfeed. Look how oh, long, yeah. you know, it's going to take them time to learn how to walk. It takes them time to learn how to roll over. It takes them time to learn how to tie their shoe and potty train. Like all of these things take time. And this is just another thing. It's just another skill. And they just need to learn. And it's, you know, you just got to think about it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're teaching them something. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing you're teaching them. It's going to take a while to learn. Consistency yeah. is awesome. Key. Yeah. 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 So thanks for listening. Um, and please share your experience in the review section on iTunes. And maybe you'll be our review of the week. Yeah. Share your Twiddler stories. Yes, we'd love to hear it. And you can also <laughs> head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for sponsor links for promo codes, for a resources page full of links and all of our other episodes, and you can find information on how to schedule your online consultation with Diane. Yeah. And now, do you have something on your blog about, like, tips for twiddling? Is it written um, out somewhere? I don't know. I don't know. I'll look and I'll put it on the website if it if it is. And yeah. if it's not, I will write it. All right. <laughs> I'll put it on there. So watch for that, too. That's a great idea. Yeah. And we hope you have a great, 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 great breastfeeding day. Yes. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.